0: You are listening to GTFO, Get the Fad Out, a modern girl's guide to dieting. Hey there, today we are talking about, in this very special, fun little episode, we are talking about the magic to body composition changes, the magic to weight loss, the magic to building muscle, and honestly, the magic to minimizing and lessening food cravings, binges, and everything in between. We're literally talking about the one magical thing that you, have access to every single day that will completely change the road uh, to to where your goal is, whatever it may be, because there'll be lots of different uh, goals that you'll set in your life as far as body composition. Some will be building, some will be in maintenance, uh, preserving or regulating their intake or, or weight, and then, of course, fat loss and so on. And so it doesn't matter where you're at in. In, in, or what goal you are um, like focused on, uh, this is the magic game changer, and we're going to talk about it. And it's totally obvious, it's totally available to you. Uh, you're probably already spending money um, on it to some extent, um, but you have access to it, and you can easily incorporate this like today to start changing the road ahead. And so we're going to dive into all of that now. Let's go. So let's talk about the things that get in the way first because that is very is is gonna be very helpful to you to understand why this is so important, why this is so magical for you uh, and what to do about it. And then of course, we're gonna talk about how to incorporate it and what's the best. So uh, first though, again, let's kind of pinpoint what where we struggle. Well, we know that compliance is like the ultimate thing needed within our regimens for whatever goal. So if it's um if you're in a fat loss phase, you want to be in a deficit and you want to be in there consistently. And it obviously needs to be appropriate for you and uh your body and your goal and the stressors of your life and all of those things. But compliance is where it gets um tricky. So we have to think about like the life, like what chaos, uh stress levels Um, schedules, like our life as it's playing out every day, what throws you off generally when you're working towards a goal, whatever it may be. And it's usually the lack of consistency or compliance um, to that. So if it's dieting, maybe you, you know, some days you are in a deficit and you do really well, and then other days you don't. And so Uh, Maybe like on the weekends or um, evenings or something like that, you you know, those times tend to maybe throw people off a little bit more. And so that's where the struggle becomes like you're not consistent enough in that deficit. You are some of the time, but not enough to make the difference. And so um, you could say the same for any other goal as far as body composition goes. um, You know, being consistent with the particular exercise program or regimen for that goal, the regulated intake for that goal, whatever. It's going to be about being consistent And what are the things that throw us off for consistency? Again, stresses of life, not understanding um, what we, the time we have to give to certain goals, Uh, maybe our even plan of attack just kind of sucks, we're being too aggressive with food and exercise and whatnot, and that's eventually, you know, is our demise, Um, is why we throw in the towel later, because we just kind of like get exhausted, and we do too much. Uh, and then wonder why we have nothing left in our tank to continue on. Um, sometimes we over restrict so much with food that you actually like leave your body no choice but to binge, um, and eventually you'll lose that fight. Some people can fight it off for a while, um, but you know f- decision fatigue, your body wearing down. All your body's gonna get it. It's gonna get it eventually. And so you know, r- over restricting so much on any intake, really, like not just calories, but even if you're like eliminating food groups where your body needs that energy source like carbohydrates and fats. Your body needs those things, not necessarily carbohydrates, but it's not harmful to you to get it. It's really mostly beneficial for you to add that in because it's the main energy source of your body. Now you do need uh, protein and fat because those are um, essential to your body and it needs you to give it to them because it cannot create that on its own. Um, so so lots of things there, but um, it's just that overdoing or that that plan of action that sometimes that's the issue that leads to those um, uncompliant behaviors or to kind of like get sidetracked. Uh, preferences, personal preference. A lot of people pick and choose things based off of what they see on the internet, what they see a friend do that lost 10 pounds, whatever. And they just kind of mimic instead of thinking about what their preference and the things they like are, if you you know, you see someone eating chicken and kale all day, and then you're like, okay, she lost like 50 pounds in a minute. I need to do that too. Yes, I, I would love that result. And then you start doing that, and it has is not necessary. It has nothing to do with it. They're just eating very little. That's it. And so you could also eat very little of the things you like if you like to do it that way. Wouldn't suggest it, but um, there you have to incorporate your preferences as well. So so we look at all of that and you start diving in, and, and maybe you could sit here and think of like the last time I dieted, or maybe you're currently kind of in that space right now, like what's not working and why? Like, look at that. Sometimes it's that, that, um, that emotional eating thing. Like, uh, we've used food and drink and, and lots of things, even shopping and all kinds of things to cope, to, um, get stress relief to calm down, all kinds of things. And so look at all of those pieces and what you're dealing with now. Like what is the struggle? Lack of motivation, why? Why is there lack of motivation? What are you doing to fill up that motivation? What's that look like on a daily basis and where does it fall down? Um, look at all of those pieces. Um, sometimes it's um, lack of sleep, and being run down in that way, then your body's gonna naturally crave really high calorie foods because it wants that energy. Um, You know, things like this. So look at all the pieces to that. Um, And so specifically, and, and there's lots to this, but specifically we're gonna talk about the magic in protein. And I know we talk about protein all the time and you hear it all the time and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want you to understand how the lack of the proper intake of protein is harmful to you and not just your body composition, but just like for life, for, for overall health. But but I want you to see how it connects to all of these things that throw you off track, how um, it, it derails you and you don't even realize that all of these pieces are connecting and you're almost, by not meeting that protein essential thing that you need, that level that you need, You almost create a mountain in front of yourself that you're never gonna get past. You're never gonna be strong enough to get to that goal because you've almost set yourself up entirely for failure from the start. So I want you to understand, yes, it's protein, it's basic, yeah, 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 we hear it all the time, but I want you to hear how it affects you and affects your mood, affects your emotions, um, and then of course your health. So let's dive more into those specifics. Something else I want to point out is don't let these podcasts or things you hear or whenever like you're corrected on things or um, you're like, man, I have been spending a lot of time doing all the wrong things. Don't let it um, be a negative thing. I know it feels that way, but I want you to go, okay, once you know better, you, you do better. And now you know, now you know how to get there whenever you're course corrected, whenever you're like, oh crap, I was doing all the wrong things or I was chasing things that just really weren't making a difference at all. Um, and these easy, simple things, that's what makes them great is it's available to you. It's it's there and it's free almost, you know? I mean, aside from like fueling yourself, like purchasing food actually to um, digest or like ingest is it's available to you every day, you're already purchasing things anyway. And so it's all about just shifting um, the strategy and perfecting that strategy so that you can make even more progress. So failures and mess ups and then like learning and then being like, oh crap and go on, that's all part of this. And I still have these things all the time. Many of the successful people you meet, they're still learn every day about themselves. Things change, life changes. So it's just about once you know better, you do better. And, And this is good, this is not bad. Um, Not a bad thing to keep learning. Uh, We're all learning and doing better as we go along. And especially as science changes and shows us um, different cause and effects of things. And um, you know, that's part of science. Like they get it wrong sometimes or we don't know enough. Um, There's a lot of misinformation. Most of the, um, well, all of the, you know, reviews and studies that are done on everything are being funded by something. And usually there's an intent. People are not cash, you know, throwing money millions and millions of dollars at people unless it's going to benefit what they're selling what they're providing uh there's a benefit there to them and so it doesn't necessarily mean that's always bad or these people are always evil but let's be honest when there's a lot of money on the table you have to understand these things are um manipulated and so there's a lot and and that goes to show too like why everyone's so confused all of the time so you know, definitely pay attention and be smart and be wise and follow people that you trust, um, that that they're really breaking down the science of things and really looking at those things and just being okay to learn still, even as a professional or an expert in those things, because things are always changing. So I want to kind of put that out there as this is, you know, we're never talking about, oh, you're stupid or like, we're all learning about everything. So let's move on. Um, Okay. I don't wanna to spend too much time like dissecting protein um, in and of itself. There's I've done many podcasts about it, so you could scroll back about protein and really just all the macronutrients and the roles they play. Uh, preserving lean muscle mass, um, keeping you satiated, um, build it, you have to have it. Like your body has to have it to build muscle, to maintain muscle. And then when you're in a fat loss phase, to keep muscle, ensure that you're actually losing body fat, and not just muscle um, some body fat and then a lot of water, which is what most people are doing when they're not focusing on protein at all and, of course, um, a regimented um, appropriate um, resistance training program. Okay, and just as a quick little, like, thong for you, a recent study come out, th- there's been a million studies about this. So it's it's clear as day, there's no point arguing it, but I want you to understand the impact that this makes. So two groups, right? Two groups, one group, uh, regulated, monitored, completely controlled environment, which you must understand whenever they do these studies. If it's not a controlled environment, like they're not controlling everything that is occurring around the climate, the food, the intake, pro- everything, sleep, everything, then it's it's really hard to compare these things. So I'm talking about a controlled situation here. Same programming, same everything. Um, the group that had lower protein, meaning they were not meeting their protein requirements during the fat loss phase that they were in, compared to the controlled group that was meeting their protein requirements, each individually for their bodies, um, in their fat loss deficit, the lower protein group lost two times more muscle than the group with the higher protein. That's a lot of freaking muscle. That's a lot, and you know what that means. That means even at lower weight, even at your goal weight, you will be more unhealthy, you will have less strength, more fatigue, not to mention what this does to you over time as you age, not having the muscle mass, but it also means you're going to have a higher body fat percentage at a lower weight than sometimes at you did at that higher weight. We're talking about body composition here. It's very important. And the people that you see, that you admire, that you love just the look of their bodies and you wish that you had their arms or their thighs or their butt, you know, whatever it is, they have muscle, they have tone. And you cannot achieve that unless you are extremely consistent and adequate with protein and resistance training. So it's very, very important for you to understand to not be so highly focused on like, I've got to get down to this goal weight, this 20 pounds or whatever it be, and I just need to get there as fast as I can and I'll figure out the rest later. No, you will hate that body. And the things that you'll have to do in order to build that back up are going to take you five times as long, like you're going to have to redo, you're going to have to spend years, um, building back up into, uh, that muscle. And it's not going to come quickly. Like it takes time. It takes a long time and surpluses and, and lots of regimens. And so it's, it's just kind of like one of those warnings I always give my clients, especially one-on-one, like this is your shot. And I'm not saying you have to be perfect at it, but it's extremely important because you're going to want this. You're going to have to walk around in this body after the fact. And how awful is it to feel worse about yourself after all of that work? Because you're like, man, I don't even look good. Like I'm, I'm, I weigh less, you know, according to the scale, but like, I don't even like this body. Um, so just kind of touching on that for a moment. Additionally, something that protein provides and helps keep you on track with, and I, this is where I want to go with all of this is Having inadequate protein in your diet on a day-to-day basis consistently adds more stress. Your body is stressed because it needs that. Um, you'll have more cravings, like berserk cravings. And I can tell you this because I've been doing this a long time and um, focusing on protein and teaching clients how to do it. And not every day do I meet my protein requirements. There's lots of days where I have and I'm like, dang it, and, you know, 10, 20 grams short or whatever. Um, it may be, and they'll have spans where I do really well. And I can tell you after almost, gosh, I'm like 11, 12 years into this, working with thousands of ladies all across the U.S. I can tell you that for myself and watching them um, and just reviewing everybody um, and their progress, the amount of cravings and the lack of compliance because of that lack of protein. I, When I don't meet my protein requirements, I snack all the time. I'm I'm hungry. Um, I have a ton of cravings, especially in the evening. I will snack so much more. Like there'll be days where I'm like, am I about to start my period? Like what's going on? I'm just, oh yeah, I have not prioritized my protein today and, um, I'm severely lacking in it and I am starving. Um, so your body is stressed. It is not getting the essential thing it actually needs just to preserve, not even forget like dieting or even building those other stressors that you're putting on your body, but just it's lacking what it's supposed to have. Um, And then um, those cravings go up insanely. You you no longer have the satiating macronutrient um, to help you because protein is the most satiating, carbs and fat are not. So when you take that away or you're not meeting that or you're overdoing on the carbs and fat and not prioritizing protein, you're going to want more carbs and fat. Like just naturally, like and you won't be able to fight that. Again, it's the same thing. Uh, You'll be able to do it a little bit, but eventually your body's going to say, no, 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 I need this um, and I'm going to get the energy from somewhere. And it's, listen, you're not just going to create protein. It's something that you are going to get the benefits from later, like after you consume it. It's going to stay with you all day. Um, it keeps you fuller, it helps regulate your um, blood sugar levels, all of these things. And those are the things that push you off track. When we are binging, we're feeling cravings, um, our bodies are stressed because it's not getting what it's needed, maybe we're overdoing it in a lot of areas. Think about how easily you get off track, not to mention life, the chaos of life. And so it's just like a storm, it's just like a bad combo. And the trick of it is, the magic of it is, eat more protein, eat more protein, it's the easiest thing to do and you're already eating, you're already paying for food, make it protein related. You can still have those fun foods, you can still have your sauces and your dips and your fun stuff on the side, but just make it protein oriented, make it protein focused, lean, okay? Now, higher protein diets lessen, and and I'll say significantly lessen, um, mood disruptions. Another huge thing for a lot of people that do realism, our emotions, our mental state, our clarity, our um, a lot of people with depression and anxiety. Well, guess what? Protein is a freaking game changer for that. Um, So is working out and walking and things like this, hydrating. But protein is even more like greater than you could imagine. It's even more magical because it will lessen that hormone. Um, imbalance and that mood fluctuation that you maybe typically have on certain days and especially if you're hungry and you're craving food and you're not nourishing yourself well come on like your mood is going to be that much worse and what do we do when we're in a bad mood Hmm? when we're in a bad mood we usually want to sulk in that and we're going to label it self-care and lay on our bed and just eat whatever we want. We're just in a bad freaking mood. You're not really motivated to do much different, right? And so if we could control that and we can get all of these benefits and then we can um, minimize our food cravings, we could start actually being full, not just daily, but like while dieting, which is like a huge trigger for a lot of people. They're, they don't eat properly when they're dieting. They don't understand the food and how they need to incorporate it from day to day for their goals. So they're starving. And so again, these mountains that you're just like putting up in front of your road here that you're gonna have to climb over and eventually you're gonna trip and fall because there's too many, because you haven't regulated any of it. And although there's, there's so many more things that we could talk about as far as protein, just practically speaking, um, the thermal effect of eating protein, um, you will burn two to three times more calories on a day-to-day basis than you will when you um, do carbs and fat, right? So you're going to actually be building kind of like a little fat burning machine here by consuming more protein rather than consuming or focusing so much on um, the fat and the carbs. So hopefully I've kind of like sold you on that. Hopefully you understand the importance of protein. Um, we could totally dive more into it, but just for podcast sake and like practical purposes, let's go ahead and dive into like protein sources, what that looks like. Um, we do know it's been proven many, many times and uh, there will be lots of vegans that debate this. There's, it's kind of like I have said before in a lot of podcasts, people get stuck in little camps, and it's like their religion, and it, it could be for anything. Even flexible dieters will be like this. Even um, if it fits your macros, you know, keto, anything. We we tend to get in camps, and then we like just dig our heels in, and we're like, no, this is right, and this is perfect, and everyone should do it. And there there are pieces to everything that are helpful for some people, so we have to remember that. But what we do know about protein is that animal protein is the best. Source of protein for humans, for us, okay, Uh, versus plant based, okay. It does not mean that if for some reason you cannot consume that, if you have like a food allergy or, you know, there's some kind of malabsorption issue or something with meat, then of course there's that's the reason that there are options there for you because, of course, something is better than nothing. But animal protein is going to be the most sufficient uh, for us. So something to just kind of keep in mind. Uh, but regardless of the case, um, you know, there's a big thing around like protein shakes and such. I am like, uh, it's okay to me. I'll drink them sometimes. I'm more of a bone broth girl because I like to eat my food. Uh, and so I will create things out of like bone broth and stuff. It's just basically um, a protein shake that's just either flavored um, in a salty way or you can put it in soups or make, you know, um, casseroles with it, things like that. Uh, But from now on, time to time, I will do a a protein smoothie. I prefer those over um, like the milkshake kind of things or like the chocolate. It's just my preference. But um, I just like to add fruit in and just make this little like kind of ice creamy smoothie kind of fruity thing. Um, And that's the way it works for me. But again, I prefer to actually have whole food most of the time. So, But the the benefit to protein shakes are they are convenient, they are easy, um, they're grab-and-go, and and they are packed typically, depending on the brand you get and the breakdowns that you um, go for. And I've seen some really crappy ones. I've seen some really horrible protein shakes with the worst breakdown. They may taste fantastic, but if you're drinking a 500-calorie protein shake and it has 20 grams of protein, you're not doing too hot. You know, like that's not the best um trade out for that but you know most of these are going to be about you know 80 to 150 calories and you're going to get great bang for your buck as far as like maybe 18 to 30 grams of protein uh, for that and that's a lot and so that can give you a little break too from your typical like chicken breast of course chicken breast is like the easiest leanest thing you could go to egg whites things like that um are going to be like your you know the, the most common thing to think of but to help break that up like no one wants to sit around and just eat chicken like four times a day um, and you don't, definitely don't have to or need to. Uh, there's lots of different ways to do it. So protein shakes can give you a little balance in that way, give you something a little easy on the go and just and just make it quite honestly just a bit simpler to get in another 20, 30 grams of protein pretty quickly um, through your day. So, so those are great, um, but they're not superior in any way. They're just for convenience and preference. That is all protein shakes are. So there's no necessarily magic except that it's full of protein. Other things that I like to do is I'll do grass-fed. I'll try to get the leanest that I can, and usually I can only find like 93.7 grass-fed ground beef. Um, I don't know why that is so hard to find. I probably am not going to the correct places, but we live in the country, so it's, you know, I kind of have to find what I can. Um, But um, 99% uh, lean ground turkey. It's 120 calories for four ounces and 28 grams of protein. That's pretty freaking amazing. Um, and, and it'll get you nice and full. And you can season that. You can make taco, tacos out of it. You can make taco salad. You can make patties. You can do just literally, and you can make meatloaf out of it. whatever. Um, all those things are great. I also love just like a nice lean cut filet. Um, I'll have that a few times a week for sure. Um, not Some lean pork loins. It's all like, but it can be about your preferences and what you like flavor wise. And then pairing it like with what's your family like to eat. Like, do y'all eat a lot of beef? Do y'all like a lot of you know, chicken, do you like a lot of whatever? Um, and then just like incorporating what works for everybody mostly and then leaning it out. Um, I see so many people initially when we first like start maybe coaching to get, or I'll be coaching them and come to me and I'm like, I eat protein all day, but they're like buying like, you know, 70, 30 meat. And I'm like, that's great and everything, but that's not like super lean and that's fine. And incorporate that if you like, however, if you're struggling to meet that protein, you need to lean out that right, right there and cut out like several hundred calories in that one serving um, and still get even more protein for what you're eating. Same volume, same everything. So um, something to consider there is really leaning out that source and ensuring you're getting like more bang for your buck calorie versus protein wise. Um, So, you know, there's meats, there's fish. Um, You have to be careful with the salmon because some of those salmon fillets, people don't understand there's differences. Some are be 250, 300 calories. Again, same deal, Um, but there's leaner options. Shrimp is great. tuna fillets things like this and i even go so far as to say as if like all the best thing you can get is just grabbing a can of tuna and like making your own lunches that way that's fine like obviously we would want like whole food um mostly and like you know fresh but at the end of the day, this is real life and something is better than nothing. And getting that in is even more important than, um, not getting it in. So if that means getting a can something or another or prepack, do it, girl, just do what you got to do. Um, and as you perfect your process, you will be able to then navigate that and kind of change some things out to be a little more, um, maybe a little more nutrient dense and that kind of thing. So something you can always progress on those things. And I hate when people get, um, kind of like, bullied or pushed into that like you got to eat completely clean and whole and you're like yes of course we would love that but there's also real life and um it's not always going to happen and so being gentle with yourself and like learning and being okay to, like mess up or 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 start somewhere and then like perfect that as you go along um other than that there's going to be like your low fat fat free cheeses and yogurts great sources as well if you can um consume dairy this is amazing um i am kind of in a space where i'm i've kind of lowered a lot of my i wouldn't say i've completely eliminated it at all but i've kind of lowered that because i've got some gut issues going on and things like this but if you're somebody that can consume that pretty easily so good your 1%, you know, cottage cheese, you've got like 80 calories for 12 to 14 grams of protein. Amazing. And throw some fruit on there You get all that nutrient in there. Wonderful kind of snack. Same with like Dan and Light and Fit Greek yogurts, things like this. 80 calories, again, about 12 grams of protein. Same deal. Like you can mix and match and create and put these as a side to your usual lunches or whatever and just kind of incorporate. And I love um, to incorporate Um, The thing that helps me the most to get my protein in it is incorporated all day. Like every snack, everything I eat will have some protein in it, even if it's just paired with it. Um, So even if it's like as simple as like popcorn or something, everything will have a little bit in there. Maybe I'll do some beef jerky here or um, the chomp sticks or epic bars or something like that. Um, Lots of different varieties and definitely a lot of prepackaged stuff uh, for on the go. And I, like I said... We always prefer to go whole food, healthy as much as we can, but I always, always, always have prepackaged, ready to go things that I can grab in a pinch because, again, the lack of compliance to this, the lack of consistency is where it's gonna get you. So plan for that, plan a uh, Plan B, you know, like have it available to you. Even if you prefer the most optimal choice over here, you know there's gonna be days that that's not gonna work out so well. So have that available to you in your office, in your bag, in your car, All just have some extra in there um, to help you whenever you're in a pinch. Um, but outside of like dairies and cheeses and uh, things like that, I mean, if you think about it, like, you can make a whole plate of like some really nutritious stuff with just some lean ground beef, lean cheese, um, you know, rice, beans, things like that. I mean, you're talking about beans having great source of protein and, of course, fiber, which you definitely need, um, everybody. So, I mean, you could you could end up making a 30, 40, 50-gram protein-packed plate for, you know, three to 500 calories and be stuffed. Stuffed. How wonderful is that to be dieting and to be stuffed? I love it. And that is, to me, that that is the thing that makes me chase protein right there. Uh, if nothing else, if not even body composition, it's that. So other than that, there's of course going to be um, like the vegan sources and such, but um, there, there's lots of varieties there. Um, and it's very, I hate like suggesting it because like... I've been tried a lot of it. Like, you know, I'm going to be focused more on the animal protein. And so it's so preference related that, um, it's just kind of like, I could tell you what would taste good to me, but it's not going to taste good to you necessarily. So that's one of those things. There's really a trial and error, unfortunately. Um, but that is available anyway. So, um, other than that, um, you're talking about legumes, and um, like edamame is a great source, even like things like asparagus and broccoli. Now you're gonna have to eat a lot of these things in order to get a lot of protein out of them. But again, as a side dish, or incorporated in the meal, you're talking about you're just adding more fiber, you're adding more protein, adding more volume to that plate, allowing you to be more satiated more than anything else. And it's going to keep you from binge eating. Like it totally is. Now, to a certain extent, sure, if you are like really deep into the binge eating and you know one of those people that has asked is still working through that it's not gonna like solve your life, but it's sure going to help you a lot. It's just going to definitely propel you more than anything else getting that protein in so I know I crammed in a ton of information, and um hopefully it's practical enough for you to apply right away today. but head to your store head you know get on instacart like whatever it needs to be, get you some nice lean protein sources, start playing and start assembling and start. Um, that right now, today, for breakfast, for lunch, whatever you're doing, and see how much different over the next 24, 48 hours, how things change for you. Your mood, your um, satiety levels, your clarity, um, your strength, your energy, all of it. Take a look at it and start experimenting with that right away because, again, it's not just for overall health, but for the best body composition, the magic is always going to be protein and, of course, resistance training, Um, so make sure you're incorporating that as well. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you would do me a favor and leave a five-star review, of course, if you love it, and um, definitely subscribe. It's less than $5 a month. It helps me keep the podcast going so that I can really dump as much information as I can to you guys and reach more people, but even if just you leave a review, that is really one of the greatest ways and the free way that you can help um, get this podcast out to others and share and all the things. Um, Make sure you check out www.fitnesslindsay.com. All of our one-on-one coaching services are there, described, listed for you to take a look. And then, of course, our group coaching, um, all of that as we head into 2023. I'm so excited, so much fun changing things around, adding new things in. You guys are going to love it. So make sure you check it out. Thanks for listening today, guys. See ya. Thanks for listening to GTFO. This is a podcast created by Fitness with Lindsay. You can contact me at www.fitnesswithlindsay.com. Thanks.